0: Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information visit our website www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK.
1: Good evening everyone. Welcome to Word Up. Uh, Lovely to have you with us. Thank you for those who have joined on Facebook Live and uh, good evening to Sharon and Dee, Nikki. Matt, Laura and uh, anyone else who's joining us and a good evening or, or hello to you if you're listening on the podcast. I know these episodes are eventually getting up on our Word Up podcast and a good evening to Ben and Pastor Akin. Lovely to have you with us. Here hey, we hey. go again. How are Absolutely. You doing?
0: Great to good. be here. And yes, I'm uh, very well, thank you.
1: <laughs> great, great stuff. Great stuff. Ben's sort of shining tonight. There's a, there's a particular... <laughs> Glow coming from it's, the heavens. It's, 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 no, but a good one. It's not bad, Ben. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we did chapter ten last week and uh and it was that interlude section where um you know we, we saw this mighty angel that had the scroll and um and there was there was a voice like the roar of a lion spoken something which John was not permitted to write down and then the angel said there will be no more delay and he handed John the scroll and he said take it and eat and uh, John ate the scroll and, and he was told that it would be sweet to the taste but somehow bitter to the stomach and we we talked about how the the prophetic word can be incredibly exciting and wonderful about what's being revealed but also there's a bitterness there's a there's an understanding that many reject the word of God and will, you know, will be judged because of that. So, you know, that's why we talk about this great and terrible day of the Lord. It's kind of it's two sided. You know, for us, it's great for those who we we read will continually reject the Lord. There's a sadness. There's a there's there's a bitterness, if you like. So we're coming to chapter 11. Now, this is an amazing event that is recounted an amazing period that is you know ahead of us god brings forward it seems these two witnesses two men into jerusalem and induce them with incredible power um to perform signs and wonders they are um attacked and, and actually defeated by the antichrist it seems Uh, Anyway, we'll get to the detail of the story, but it is an amazing amazing event, and and so we'll we'll, we'll read that. Let's start with uh, chapter 11, verse 1. I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar, and count the worshippers there, but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it, because, because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months and I will give power to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord on the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes down from them comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. These men have power to shut up the sky so that it does not rain while they are prophesying. And they have power to turn the waters into blood and strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. Now when they have finished their testimony, The beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them and overpower and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. For three and a half days, men from every people, tribe, language and nation will gaze on their bodies and refuse them burial. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and celebrate by sending each other gifts because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. But after the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet and terror struck those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. And they went up to heaven in a a cloud while their enemies looked on. At that very hour there was a severe earthquake and a tenth of the city collapsed. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake and the survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. The third woe is coming soon. That's up to verse 14 of chapter 11. I think we'll stop there and just deal with... um, the verses we've read so far so it begins interestingly with this kind of measuring of the temple Uh, it says measure the temple count the worshippers exclude the outer court do not measure it because it's been given to the gentiles they will trample on the holy city for 42 months anybody got any thoughts on this
2: yeah the measuring what belongs to god is always kind of measured and counted if you like and with the with the temple the outer court was the the court for the gentiles i, I believe i think in the in the old testament yes and um it's so much like god is measuring what is his kind of interesting it says it, it measures the temple and the altar but also those who worship there i thought i was interested it said mm-hmm. they're, they're being measured as well so maybe ca- measured in terms of counting i don't know usually what belongs to God he's he's measured and accounted so that's that's what i got from that, that bit. good hmm. yeah
0: yeah that's yes I, I came across the, the the same things as well that um whatever is measured or as been to counted it's, it's 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 the owner that has the if you like that's able to do that so owners of you know mm-hmm. cattle and sheep and all those sort of things they would count what they had because they they owned those things and so um when god is giving this instruction for the for the temple to be measured he is if you like he's declaring his ownership you know over the temple and over everything that's going to take place within that temple um one i don't know if if, uh, you, you came across this as well i came across something which was um Going a little bit further into the the aspect of the the, the bit that wasn't to be measured because it belonged to the Gentiles. And um, the the commentator was referring to, um, and I think you've you've mentioned this before, Pastor Ben, about um, a a group of Jews who want to uh, rebuild the temple. Yes. And um, also mm-hmm. to restore the temple worship as well, and uh, they were going into the, the depth about how even at this point in time, well, at, at least what when I was the, the commentary I was reading was saying that um, you know men were being trained actually how to um, even though maybe in this day and age you know the um, how can I put it now but the, the the killing of animals it would be frowned upon but they were actually being trained. Um, yes. you know, yes. in, in, in the ways in which they, these animals had been sacrificed in the, in the past yeah. they were going yeah. through all of this and, the, and this commentator was actually saying that um, they, uh, they they believe that the the, the, the original temple where it's uh, the foundation of that original temple yes. it's actually because you know there's some dispute as to whether the is exactly. it the golden dome yes. where it is is part yeah. of the temple and all of this and, they, and they were, he was saying that this group believe that the original foundations of the temple are outside of that area Uh, so that he so he just raised that to say possibly this is what what um, the lord is referring to here that the golden dome which has been in dispute for such a long time that there is that that has been removed if they follow if they do follow the findings of this group so he that he just mentioned that by the side if you like and uh, i guess he was looking into that as god's foresight and god's foreknowledge to say that even though there's been a dispute over this area for quite a long time that at some point they will realize that it's not there isn't a dispute and the rebuilding of a temple will go ahead um as yes, is within God's it's got
1: referring to, if you like, what some call the third temple or the temple that it seems will be rebuilt because mm-hmm we hear that the antichrist will go into the temple and yet hang on there's no temple there but mm. he will at some time so so yeah and we know there are there's a temple institute in in Jerusalem or Israel that are like you said you know they're preparing everything for the construction of the new temple they've they've um you know they've found the right levitical uh families to do the like you say, the, the sacrifices and the various things that they've built, the instruments they've built all the, the bits that are needed for the temple. And even, I believe, segments that, that could mean the temple could be erected very quickly, comparatively so. So, yeah, yeah. So it does seem, you know, this is looking at this third temple that will be there. Why does it also seem that it, because it says they will trample on the holy city? You know, the Gentiles, it says they will. There's this sense that there's going to be a trampling. You know, trampling speaks of something negative, trampling, defiling, you know, in places they shouldn't be. Could it even be, you know, some sort of, you know, invading um, sense of trampling? And and we've got this time period for 42 months, Um, 42 months as as you may or may not know, it is three three and a half years. It's mentioned again that these witnesses are prophesying and here for 1,260 days, which is, again, another way of saying 42 months. We know from Daniel, the prophecy of Daniel, speaking of these times, it says of time, times, and half a time. And all the theologians agree that this is kind of a way of saying three and a half years as well. So, interestingly, this um, reference to this very specific time period, the 42 months, 1,260 days, um, any, any comments on, on this particular time period anyone can, wants to make?
2: You can see that uh, a, a bit further on, there's a specific time kind of allotted to the Antichrist uh, and his, his rampage against the people of God and his let loose on the earth. Yeah, for a specific a specific period, and that period is three and a half years, and at the same time, Israel, who's depicted by a woman, as we'll see, is kind of jumping ahead. Yeah, is yeah. sheltered by God in the wilderness for a period of three and a half years. Yes, so it, right, it all man. kind of ties up to yeah to what. Uh, you know, and Israel is depicted as uh, as a woman through the Bible, specifically in Isaiah and um, some of the other books. You know, in it, and as we'll see later on. But it's, it's that that period of, of three and a half years is yeah. the antichrist rampage, and yet at that time is the she- the Lord lit- sheltering Israel in the wilderness yeah. for three and a yes. half years. So, it's a, you know, it's a, is is it the, a
1: literal three and a half years? I wonder. Um, well, well, I yeah. say I won. I, it seems to be fairly obvious in the way that it's described in, you know, in in months and in days and Thanks. and in years. It's almost maybe is that you know enforcing, emphasizing it is a this time of three and a half years. Uh, Pastor yes. Akin, did you what, want to say yes. anything about this time yes.
0: period? What I came across, um, yeah. Pastor, again, just, you know, you, you've mentioned that they, it doesn't say three and a half years, but yes, it's forty-two months. It's three and a half years. And then the 1,260 days. And, uh, you know, the, the commentator I was reading, I think he was taking um, bits of research from different people. And he, the summary of what he was saying is that uh, as we're going through the book of Revelation and other parts of the Bible, sometimes it seems as if things are quite chaotic and uh, they're, they're happening in, a, if you like, an unplanned way and things are just mm-hmm. unfolding. And, but he, but uh, what he drew out of this was the fact that, you know, God sets times. And um, in spite of the fact that everything might seem to be quite unplanned and and quite chaotic and, you know, things that that God God is in control of of everything, you know, this this end time period, as chaotic as it might seem, God is still in control. And that, uh, and and uh, he, the, the, if you like, he's um, emphasising this by actually determining beforehand. You know, this is this is this is going to be 42 months. This is going to be 1,260 yeah. days. Yes. And that that was what he's brought out of this. Yeah. Is like, you know, this is as chaotic and as unplanned as it might seem to us reading it. That God, you know, the sovereign Lord, He's still in control of all the things that are taking place you know, in this time Yes. 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 They,
1: it seems they have this set time to to witness on behalf of the lord as well that's one of the things about this time and then he says right you know your you, your your time is done interestingly that and we'll come to you know this, the 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 identity of these witnesses who they are uh, and one of the ideas is either it's elijah come back or somebody coming in the spirit and power of elijah and we'll we'll, we'll look at that more in a moment but elijah when he Stop the rain in his day. it was for three and a half years as well so so that's quite interesting about this three and a half years. Another thing about if we think of symbolically what three and a half years means this is this is maybe a slight counter argument to the specificity of of the the time is that it it almost it's half of seven and seven is the perfect number seven is completion, and this is almost you know this is a a sort of an unfinished period, or what would I say? Um, something that's um, not complete anyway, but I don't know about that. For me, I- I'm convinced with this. Look, these are the days, these are the months, these are the years. You know, I'm showing you what it is. Um, okay, so we've got these two. Interestingly, they're called witnesses. The commentator that I was referring to, uh, you know, was bringing forward the, the, the idea... In scripture, that's revealed right, you know, throughout the Torah, right in the beginning, if you like, in the law, that let a thing, anything, be it must be established by more than one person. You know, anything can't be in, in law, cannot be sort of um, uh, established by one, but you must have at least two witnesses, two or three. So, so here it's almost like the Lord is sending forth his final two witnesses to 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 be a witness to the earth to say he is true he is coming he is coming as judge you know and calling them to repentance and and if you like you know saying what they're doing is is wicked and the rebellion against we don't know exactly what they are saying but and and the commentator was saying well that's the two witnesses and and, and the, the lord makes the third almost um but yeah they will prophesy so this is what the the prophesying when we think of prophesying it's bringing the word of the lord that you know um the judgment is is at hand the kingdom of god is at hand That the lord mm. is coming and you've got to get right any any comment on on this aspect of witnessing
2: uh well i mean we can delve, delve into the identity of them if you like it's um
1: yeah
2: it's a disputed thing i mean i, I like you guys probably read a couple of different Theories and and one that that the commentator I listened to he liked this theory. We thought, no, I can see why this is probably not the case. He identified one as Elijah, but the other one he said, could it be Enoch? Mm-hmm. Because the, these are the two guys that never died in the Bible. Uh, you know, they were translated to heaven, uh, and and could it be them that have lived all that time? You know, to come back and and do this this particular thing but um it 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 fits more uh with what you you you've already said about one being elijah and the other being moses you know if we're going to kind of put some identity on them it, uh other theories are that they you know they're they're symbolic figures of you know maybe i don't know like the the one was the state and the church and one was the jews and the gentiles but uh with what follows about what they do, it all ties up with Elijah and Moses. Uh, you had some comments about the, the transfiguration as well, Ian, when we were talking earlier on. You know those two, those two people there that that talk of Jesus about his coming um, death on Moses and Elijah, and uh, you know possibly uh, as we'll see, you know maybe they're having some. Discussion about this, because these two witnesses will also face face death and then be resurrected just as Jesus was so you know there's all these there's so much around yeah. it, but I guess you have to look at the different things well look I, I think you know, it's
1: worth um, Ben because what you mentioned there I think it's worth even just reading this short passage from hmm. Matthew seventeen it says this is on the mount of transfiguration. Uh, it says there he was transfigured before them. This is Jesus. You know, he goes up with with James and Peter and John. He was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. And And a bit later on, the disciples afterwards, they said they said, you know, Wow, goodness. You you know, they're they're sort of asking about the situation and they ask the Lord, why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first before the Messiah? Basically, they're saying. And Jesus replied, to be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. He will come first before, you know, the, the coming of the Lord. So he's saying that to be sure he will. But I tell you, Elijah has already come and they did not recognize him and he's referring to john the baptist um who who had come in the power and spirit of elijah and they you know before the first coming of the lord and they hadn't recognized him they killed him in fact herod had killed him but but here is so like ben was saying you've got here the two there meeting with jesus uh, elijah and moses and here we have these two witnesses prophets they are they're in sackcloth, interestingly, and 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 we know that, you know, Elijah and John the Baptist—they were kind of in sackcloth prophets, living very um, very basic lives. Uh, the sackcloth represented mourning or or and, and repenting, if you like. They were in mourning. They were calling the people to repentance. So. So we've got that. And we've got this whole thing where they stop the rain for three and a half years, just like Elijah did. And and just like Moses, it says they have the power to turn the waters into blood and strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. So that's what they do for three and a half years. Isn't it? It's incredible, isn't it? I mean you know they're not just they're not just saying you know the lord is coming the lord is coming but they are releasing kind of almost like signs prejudgments plagues that that are shaking the world to and 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 you know confronting the world so pastor Akin
0: yes i've have come across you know the, the things that you know you've mentioned about could mm. could they could be elijah and um you know, Moses or, or, and Enoch as well, as Ben mentioned as well, just because yeah. he hadn't uh, tasted death. Um, yes, yes. But uh, I guess, additionally, the, the, the commentary to what we're referring to, um, I think it's in verse four, where it says that these are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth and um that he was you know as, yeah, as to the yeah. he he did put forward the different um yes. possible identities of who they are but oh, he yeah. it was like it was like the nature of their witness he was saying that um this was uh, uh speaking of their they they're empowered by the, the holy spirit and having that constant uh, if you like um communion with god that constant empower there was a a constant flow of the of the, the power of god through their lives and that was why they were able to um do all of those miraculous things that they did and again in verse 3 does say that i will give power to my two witnesses and uh, they will prophesy and he tells the the time again so his emphasis was was really on that that these two witnesses were being empowered by by god by the holy spirit and he did refer obviously to the things that they had done which were similar to what elijah had done for example you know, he called down fire from heaven and it destroyed. when those uh, guards, those um, guards of fifty, the soldiers that, that came in fifty to come and arrest yes. him, he called down fire from heaven. Yes. He said that the same thing that they said here: they will, uh, you know, fire will come out of their mouth and will destroy their enemies. And like you rightly said, the same thing about uh, Moses and the plagues. And um, you know, he he was just uh, like you said, he was just saying that they, they would, um, as they were, as as, as uh, the Lord had called them, the two witnesses. They were witnesses. Um, to who the Lord was, who the the, the soon-coming king was. And um, it talks about, uh, you know, in verse 7, it says, when they had finished their testimony. So he was saying, first of all, it was who they were. They were witnesses. And the second thing was what they did, that they testified. You know, there was no doubt about it. These these miraculous signs and wonders, they were seen by everyone. So there was no way for people to kind of like deny and trying to say, well, you know, there, there wouldn't be this place where, I guess sometimes people sometimes they they hide behind that now and they say, "Well, show us, you know, show us, you know, what, what you're talking about. Show us. Let's see it." Yeah. In, yeah, in this absolutely. particular instance, they, they would be you wouldn't be able to hide. No one would be able to hide behind that excuse yeah. because they would see the power Ooh. of God at work, and they would be quite clear because He does say quite clearly here that it's their enemies that were consumed by fire. You know, so it's it's a very clear. You know, if you are when these two witnesses come. Uh, they are empowered by God, those who recognize who they are. Because we even see that in that story of Elijah, you know, when that's, uh, I don't know whether it was the third or the fourth captain when he got oh, yeah, there. And he, just yeah, yeah. and he just said, please, please you know, spare yeah, the yeah. lives of these men, you know, yes. recognize who Elijah was and what right. you know what God could do through him. And uh, he, he humbled himself and he submitted yeah. himself to that. And then Elijah went with him. But with the enemies, the ones who were arrogant and proud and they resisted yes. the yeah. things that God wanted to do, they were consumed by that fire. And so um, they're coming to this point, like saying that, if you like, there's now a very clear distinction between those who want to, you know, those who are prepared to humble themselves and submit to God and do things God's way. And those who will clearly say, in spite of all that we see, we are not going to submit to this God. We're not going to believe the, the testimony of these two witnesses. They refused to. And they were like, it was like in one sense, hell bent on resisting the testimony of God's two
2: witnesses. Yeah, yes. can I offer a bit of scripture to kind of you know give the background that feed in into this from, from what I was reading? It talks in Zechariah about, uh, as we said, about two olive trees. Uh, yes. And uh, we've talked before about dual fulfillment yeah, with some of the prophecies seen as fulfillment back back in the past and there's a fulfillment in the future, like a dual kind of thing. Mm. So In in Zechariah, you've got these two olive trees that feed into the rebuilding of the temple. And then you've got uh, these two witnesses that are are here before the fulfillment of the kingdom, if you like. Moses, uh, in Jewish tradition, back in Deuteronomy as well, it says of, of Moses, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers, and it is to him you shall listen. With Elijah. In Malachi, it says, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And then you get the Pharisees questioning John the Baptist. uh, And he has to say, well, I'm not the Christ. And they said, are you Elijah? No, are you the prophet? Meaning Moses. And this is in John 1, by the way. Um, And so you've got this this whole expectation of these two great, great prophets that have been before, Moses and Elijah. And then it's, in a way, it's kind of applied to John the Baptist because he, he says, I'm not Elijah, but yet he comes in the spirit and power of Elijah. And that is, you know, he, he is the forerunner of, of the first coming of Christ. And uh, again, to feed into, you know, the, the theories that this is Moses and Elijah, you know, these we've got these two witnesses that are there, you know, now proclaiming. The things of, of Moses' plagues and, and all the things that he, you know, God used him in, and Elijah and all the things that he used him in, and they've come in power before the great and terrible day of the Lord. So you, you've got these two, the, the, this dual fulfillment. I keep seeing it again and again, all the way through this study on Revelation and what we looked at in Mark and in Peter. You know, there's like, you know, there's a coming. The here and then there's a, a fulfillment and there's a second fulfillment oh, all the nice. way through scripture yeah. so i just thought it was really interesting in yes. point for us
1: yes and, and interestingly the jewish people you know those who are observant if you like and waiting for the messiah they they didn't see him come the first time didn't recognize him but are waiting even in their passover celebrations they have an extra seat at the table for elijah um so you know they they are expecting elijah to come before um before the messiah so and and it's interesting isn't it that that the lord sends them the the witnesses to jerusalem to his city if you like to his people you know he he's looking for them to You know, he's first to the Jew and then to the Gentile, although this this witnessing and prophesying goes around the whole world and affects the whole world. It's incredible there's a kind of global impact of their their um, their prophesying and their releasing of, we have to say, curses and things really to upon the earth, you know, plagues. So and we'll come to that because there's such a global celebration when they're actually killed When when I I was thinking of this even just now, you know, God said, I will, you will be my witnesses and I will kind of back you up with power. You will heal the sick. You will um, raise the dead. You will um, cast out demons and and these things. It it didn't. Jesus didn't say, you know, you will release plagues or (laughs) you will. But he did say, interestingly, as I was thinking about this, you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound whatever you loose will be loosed um, I, I don't know so any thoughts on this whole thing of you know there's a kind of stopping of the blessings you know almost like a binding of the rain you know that will not rain now and and, and a loosing of of judgments as well you know even the Lord said whoever you forgive will be forgiven who you don't forgive won't be forgiven that's uh incredible isn't it really
0: Yes, you know that the Lord has empowered us as well. I mean, just like just you know, listening to what you're just saying now, He has empowered us as well to be His witnesses and to yeah. um, share the testimony of um, You know, his He's, he's coming, return. That's what we're looking through. You know, His second coming. I beg your pardon. Yes. His second yes. coming. That's and that's what we're we're looking through. And that you you rightly said we have been given the, the authority to do these things as well. I, but but yeah, I believe it's all within His um, yeah. within His will. Let thy kingdom come. Let Thy will be done. And, um, I, I guess with these two witnesses, where if if you like, maybe there's a, a, a distinction in that, that 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 continuous flow of the Holy Spirit, that continuous communion with, the, with with God, and uh, it's just like the Lord, you know, everything that He yes. did, everywhere He went, it was all in, in, um, you know, in accordance with the will of the Father, uh, and so that that was why I, I guess you could see that, um. You know, the, 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 all, everything that he did, the miracles that he did, you know, the, the, the signs and the wonders, everything he did. It, it, it was out of the will of the father. And I believe that these, yes, yes. these two witnesses is something very, very similar. Yes. And um, I guess that it uh, makes their, their
1: testimony all, all that more yes, um, authentic. Yes. Yeah. So we've got these two <laughs> men who are, you know, coming with this incredible power. And it seems they're indestructible, basically. You know, men can't stop them, can't kill them, even though, you know, if you like, their witness and their testimony, as you've said, is going global and people do not like what they're hearing because it's challenging what's happening in the world. It's challenging their behaviours, whatever the practices. It's very in their face. And also they're bringing these plagues, if you like, to, to, you know, wake them up and and the idea, we know, is to cause folks to repent and turn to God. That's the whole idea behind it. And there's a compassion behind it, actually. But, you know, if if you just think about the, the, the you know, the practicalities of what this is going to look like, um, and they're trying to, you know, I wonder how would you try and destroy a couple of guys who are publicly in some way getting this message out all the time? And yet fire is coming from their mouth and 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 devouring their enemies it says this is how anyone who wants to harm them must die so yeah it's incredible um events i mean some would try and say this is symbolic and it might be that what's coming out the fire is the the gospel and the truth and 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 yet as as i read it and i think as if anyone read through this it would seem quite um Quite literal in many ways, you know. The fire, the if if anyone comes out tries to harm them, fire comes from their their mouth and and causes them to die. Uh, I mean, it's it seems pretty pretty um, literal to me. So anyway, but then after the three and a half years, they are defeated. They they're defeated by it seems the Antichrist. It says. Now, when they'd finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them and overpower them and kill them. So we heard about this beast coming from the abyss, didn't we? We heard about was it in chapter nine where the abyss was opened and all these demonic kind of creatures came out led by uh, the the Apollyon, you know, the, the leader of of these hordes. Whether they this is a spiritual release or a physical things, we don't really know. But anyway, here the, the the one that came from the abyss, or or the leader of the abyss, we we think it's Satan or the Antichrist or the spirit of Satan on somebody or the spirit of Satan on the Antichrist uh, will attack them and and he will overpower and kill them after the three and a half years. Any any comments on this particular sort of? Um, person or
2: just that you know it's it's almost that um, now that the these two witnesses testimony and their their um, mission has been accomplished if you like uh, that that uh, it's, it's hard to say well might, one of the commentators say well God withdraws his protection from them and then the beast is able to do what yeah. many have died trying to do yes yeah. um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, they, 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 it says they lay there for three, was it three days or something?
1: Three and a um, half days, yes. Why like the people celebrate,
2: again. like a dishonouring, you know, not burying their bodies is, is a dishonour, you know, to them, because as the world rejoices that these, uh, you know, these people are, uh, that have done so much harm uh, uh, to the world are now dead. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's... Uh, it, it, it's interesting. You get the, you know, the, this is where we get the war. I guess the war between, you know, that these two witnesses are of God. The beast is is the beast, the Antichrist, and you know, we're, we're really seeing, we're, we're starting to see some real kind of war going on here, yeah, where yeah. there is battle and death and 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 all these things. So, um, sort of
1: the final battle type of thing, almost coming to yeah. crescendo. As mm. um, is it is it the last battle? Is that um. Um, what's his name? CS Lewis. CS Lewis, Lewis. That's it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, so they're defeated and um, yeah, left, as you said, in in dishonor. Um, and it and the inhabitants of the whole earth, and it says every tribe, nation, and language re- rejoicing at their death, gloating and celebrating. And it mm-hmm. even goes on to say that they send each other gifts. Um, because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. I mean, this is an incredible kind of time in history, isn't it? It's almost like there's a new celebration has started, um, commemorating their death, sending each other gifts. I mean, it's like Christmas. Um
2: there's details you miss, isn't it? Like they were giving gifts to each other and celebrating kind of like what <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a real um
1: Yeah, I mean detail.
2: Can you think of
1: any other historical act, you know, that has caused the whole world to exchange gifts? Um, yeah, you know, there might be some, but I mean, this I can, is
2: pretty. I can think of, and this is this is a bit controversial because it it, it wasn't. Um, it may have been just total propaganda. Yeah. But do you remember when the twin ta- the the morning the twin towers were attacked? Uh, the the news channels were showing. Arabic people in the streets celebrating and giving sweets out and all this kind of stuff, as if, you know, they were celebrating the great evil America has been, you know, um, attacked and, and, you know, all, and, you know, I don't know, it was later shown that it was was complete propaganda, that video was, uh, you know, of some other unrelated thing, and it had been put out, maybe to bolster the war that followed, you know, but um, just reading that reminded me, because these people, you know, wherever they were celebrating were giving out sweets in the streets and they were celebrating, mm. dancing um, and it, it just conjured up that image uh, of mm. uh, you know, when something had uh, been, you know, the terrible thing had happened, I'll never forget 9-11, but um, yeah. you know, it, it, but it was propaganda or not, it was showing you know, these people celebrating uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow, I just uh, you know, just, just, just picking up on, on the um, you know, it, it, the, the uh, commentary I was reading was just talking about the fact that in verse 7, it says when they had finished their testimony. So again, yes. he was just emphasizing the fact that, you know, the, it wasn't as though it, at no point in time, and he, and he really just kept on emphasizing this. So there was no point in time, uh, even in these end times, is the, is, if you like, the, the Antichrist or Satan in control of what's happening. That yes. even at, at this time, it's, it, he was only, if, if you like, he was only able to do what he did. Because they had finished the work that God wanted them to do, so yeah. that, that yeah. testimony that He wanted them to share, they had done that work, and that was why He was He, he wasn't He didn't come and um, if you like disrupt or in any way change God's plan or God's purpose, even in, in these times. And um, you know when when, when we really were talking about you know the, the whole world they were exchanging gifts and stuff, it was like He He, he raised this issue that um, possibly the um, you know that the media that we have at the moment. Because yes. of the way that we, you know, we have all this, you know, something can happen in one part of the world and everybody can see it. Yes, that would have been the true. way in which, if yeah. you like, their their deaths and their defeats would have yes. been broadcast to the whole world through social media or, the, you know, the news channels. Because I, I guess, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 years ago that that wouldn't have been possible. But now it is possible that something could be taking place in one part of the world and everyone else yes. all over the world could, could actually, yeah. you know, see what, what's going on. Yeah, Yes, yes.
1: You can envisage it, can't you? You know, on the news channels or something, yeah, but then it says, after three and a half days, we got this three and a half again, a breath of life from God entered them, they stood on their feet, terror struck all those who saw him and 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 they were resurrected, you know, and a voice came from heaven saying, Come up here." And they went up in a cloud, so uh, yeah, there's this incredible kind of resurrection of their lives after being dead for three and a half days. And again, you know it it brings to mind Jesus' resurrection, Lazarus' Lazarus's <coughs> resurrection, you know, the kind of three days, um, yeah, going up in a cloud, the, the, um, the ascension. But, uh, earthquake
2: as well. With Jesus, there was a great earthquake, wasn't it when uh, he yes, was yes, crucified after, after uh, he was mm-hmm. died.
1: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When he was crucified, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So wow, I mean, what uh, amazing events that are ahead. And and you know God will have the final word, won't He? Right right to the end, He will be speaking yeah. so loudly, and that's another thing that comes out here, isn't it? Uh, and like you said, Pastor Akin, you know He's He's totally in control, and He's also totally sort of um, ensuring that His testimony is is loud and clear, so that there's no excuse. You know people are going to hear wow from these two guys that are going to stand out so much to the whole earth saying the message so so nobody can say you know whoa what, what, you know why didn't you tell us why didn't you why didn't you warn us or whatever it's going to yeah. be so loud and clear seen by the whole earth heard by the whole earth rejected by many of the whole world um well wow, isn't it isn't it amazing, guys, that by the grace of God, we are on the winning team? We've had the revelation. Why did God choose to reveal himself to me? I do not know. I've done nothing ever to deserve it. And and uh, I do know even through scripture that none of us have anyway. But, you know, isn't it, um, you know, how amazing God's love is? I was trying to think of the the hymn you know uh, uh, but yeah it's this salvation that we're in we're in guys isn't it isn't it amazing you know when and and it's that again the great and terrible here isn't it it's the it's the sort of the the sweet that we're we are saved and the bitter that ah for those who who don't know but let that motivate us to to share while we can let us be witnesses just like the witnesses here over to you, two gents, for a, a final few words before we say goodbye to everyone.
0: Yes, just like you said, Pastor Ian, it's that you know the gift of God, salvation. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing. The, the Bible says that it's the power of God unto salvation. That's the gospel message uh, to those who are being saved, but to those who are perishing, it's it's like it's foolishness to them. They don't understand what it is that we're you know we're so grateful for, and what what it is that to, it enables us to. Um, you know, to, to live the lives that, we, that we're living, it, would seem, it seems odd and strange, but like you said, once we've encountered Jesus yeah. and we've, we've tasted of his goodness, you know, his mercy and his grace, his kindness, it's just, uh, you know, you just can't get enough of him. And uh, yes, we need, we need to keep on encouraging ourselves, whenever yeah. which way we can, when we come together through these type of programs and podcasts, keep on encouraging ourselves, keep on encouraging ourselves and say, this is this is real, this is true. And like you said about the fire, let's not try and, you um, you know, spiritualize everything, and it, that, that it, from what we read here, that fire came out of their mouth. Let's, as we see it, let's oh. say it and, and believe it because yes. it is the
2: truth.
1: Amen. Amen. Angela's quoting songs here to get us ready. It's the final countdown, and she's also <laughs> ready or not. Here I come. She's got some good. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> Bless you, Angie, great one. And yes, Sharon, let those who have ears to hear let them hear. Yes, Lord, open their ears, open their eyes in your great mercy. Uh, Thank you all. It's so good to be with you and Jimmy. Yes, we are living in amazing days. Wow. God chose us to be alive today. And uh, yeah, he's equipped us for friends. The grace is there for us to to, you know, shine brightly even in these days, uh, which is great to know. Bless you all. Thanks again, Ben. Thank you again, Pastor Akin. Have a great week, everyone. (laughs) (laughs)
2: See you later. Bye. (laughs)